You and I live in a world (laughs) that looks to satisfy their own spiritual hunger and thirst. Now, that might be kind of a different take on how you would describe the world around you. But you see, our world is confused. Our world is searching. Our world is in need. And our world wants something to, to satisfy something on the inside. And they, 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 they try it all out there. They may recognize that they have a need that they cannot solve. And they don't know where to find the answer to that need. They recognize the symptoms... They recognize that something's wrong, but they don't know how to fix it. And day and night, they're looking for something that can give them some satisfaction, something that can give them some peace, something that can give them a purpose to to even exist in this life. They're looking for something that gives them joy. They're looking for something that gives them some peace. And that hunger is a hunger inside that cannot be denied. It's a feeling that goes with them day and night. They're hungry and they're thirsty. And you and I sit here in Living Water Fellowship and we have the answer. We know what can satisfy the longing inside their soul. We know what can give them peace. We know who can give them peace. And here today that Master is here. Jesus is in the house. God is in the house. And He's here to satisfy the longing of those that have a desire for him every day millions of people go to bed hungry physically we think of countries around the globe and we think of the pictures that we have all seen of how do you say the word emaciated the the hungry children with their bloated bellies and something moves us on the inside with compassion they know what it is to have hunger they look death in the eye every day and they're trying to simply exist They're trying to find a morsel of food to feed their hungry bodies. We can talk about them, but then say, well, they're around the world. I could talk about those here in the good old United States of America that also go to bed hungry for the very same reasons. We have millions and millions of children that live below the poverty level that really don't have enough to feed their physical selves. And as I would begin to talk about that, if I would develop that here this afternoon, there would be a passion the mothers would hold their children a little tighter and they'd say I'm so grateful that I have a bottle to give you I'm so grateful that I have a snack to slip you during church I'm so grateful that after church we have a time of fellowship where you're going to be fed you're going to eat and there'd be something that would arise in the physical self talking about that but I'm speaking about a hunger I'm speaking about 
got a thirst that's even greater than that here this afternoon. I'm speaking of a hunger and a thirst for one whose name is Jesus Christ. One that can not only change our today, one that can not only erase our past, but one that can make our future an everlasting one, a life more abundantly. I'm speaking of a God that loves you now. Broken people. People whose lives have no direction. We have Sunday school children in here today. Here comes the story for you. It's one you're not going to find a Bible reference to. It's just one that simply says, Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Uh, I got everybody's attention now. Even my wife. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Help me out, kids. You know that one? Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again. Help me out. Charity, help me out. What was Humpty Dumpty? Who was he? You said it. He was an egg. And he sat on the wall and he fell off and... Have you ever dropped an egg? What happens when you drop an egg that's not hard-boiled? It's a mess. And it goes everywhere. Let me tell you. Here's your name now. From today on, all of you are called Humpty Dumpty. Because you're sitting on the wall of life. And you look like you got it all together. That little white egg. Oh, we're getting ready for Easter. Maybe you do colored Easter eggs and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's going to look real cool and real pretty. And I hope they're all hard-boiled. But we in our lives, we walk along and we have everything looking so pretty and so good. And all of a sudden, something comes along and we're splatted across the sidewalk of life. And try as you can, you can never pick up all the pieces, put all that stuff back inside and make it look like it never happened. This morning, or this afternoon, I'm speaking of a world that tries to cover up all the cracks and cover up all the flaws within their lives. They try to hide those cracks and flaws, but try as they may, they're going to show. What are these things I'm talking about? Oh, there's all kinds of them. I don't know where you came from. I know where I came from, and boy, am I grateful that God decided to, to do something with my life. But as I look around, I see people that are alcoholics and I see drug addicts and I see those that are tempted with suicide and there are those that dabble in things like witchcraft and spiritism and when you look in the eyes of someone that's been going down this different type of road of life and they're trying to find something that satisfies you look into the eyes 
And they're blank and they stare back at you. And there's no life. There's no laughter. There's no joy. There's no reason. There's no purpose. There's no reason to get up in the morning. And they live from day to day. They hope that tomorrow's going to be better. They seek fame and fortune, but it's not to be found. Some find money, some find pleasures, but things that only last for a short while. You know what I'm, what I'm talking about. We're in a mixed crowd. I'm not going to go anywhere I shouldn't, but they go from spouse to spouse, and life is just something that is not meaningful. They're wanting something. They're wanting something. They're searching out there for someone that can make a difference in their life. When the moment of crisis arises, it seemed, Brother Brock, that when crisis would arise in the city where we pastored, that our number was on speed dial of every, every person in that city because when the problem would arise, they'd dial the church number. And they'd say, I need some help today. You know, when they'd gotten to the end of the rope, when, when the, everything had been exhausted, when there was no hope, when there was no peace, uh, they called longing because they were hoping that we had an answer for them. Jesus came to meet our needs. He came that we might be free. He recognized the needs that were around him. Jesus gave liberty to all that were in his presence. He gave that opportunity. He gave that, that ability to become free from the bonds of life. He came to set the captive free. He did a lot of cool things. He healed the lepers. He gave strength to the lame. He opened up the ears of the deaf men and he opened the eyes of the blind men and he caused tongues to begin to talk and to be able to say things that he raised from the dead and he did all of that. But his main reason, his purpose for coming was so that you and I and everybody else with the symptoms we just talked about could have salvation, have peace, have joy, and know that someone was there to make a difference in their life. Someone that could take the cracks of life and make it all better again. We read in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried and said, Any man that thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. It had been a long, hot week. The Israelites were remembering 40 years of walking through the wilderness. And as they walked, they, as they remembered, one of the things they did was they would fast from sun up to sundown. No food, no water. 
And this was the last day of that great feast. And as they stood there on this last day, and as things were getting ready for the sun to go down and for the final sacrifice to take place, children were thirsty. Mom, can I have a drink yet? Can I have a drink? No, son, it's, it's not time yet. It's, it's not quite there. But mom, I'm thirsty. And as all that was going on, Jesus stood up. And he said, he cried with a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let them come unto me. Remember when you were thirsty? I'm talking about a spiritual thirst. Tú lo recuerdas? You remember it? I do. I wanted God to make a difference in my life. I remember the day he filled me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I remember the day I was baptized in his name for the remission of my sins. I can remember specific points in my life when God has taken me in his arms and he has reassured me that everything can be all right again. Oh yeah, as I walk with him, I can freely go to him and say, God, here I am. But there's times that I don't and I feel that I kind of push away. But then I get that spiritual thirst one more time. You've been there. You know what it's like. And when he stands up in your life and he says, if you're thirsty today, if you need me today, come unto me. I feel today in the Spirit that there are those among us that are wanting to hear His voice. I feel that there are those among us that feel that as this service has gone on, you felt Him calling you. Possibly there's something that you're wanting Him to take control of and you're wanting Him to heal in your life. Possibly there's something that has been bugging you and you just need victory. Possibly there's some pain that you've dealt with and you're wanting Him to satisfy. And you're wondering if He's here. You're wondering if God cares about you. God is an intentional God. God is a purposeful God. I received a text sitting here just before service started. And the Tuckers down in Grants Pass sent me a text. And they said, praise God. For the last three years, every Sunday, we go to the same Mexican restaurant. I think they're serving Mexican food in heaven. But they said, we have gone to the same Mexican restaurant for three years. And today... We were able to pray with the owner and his wife for their business and their life. What am I talking about? Someone was thirsty. The water has been there for three years. And they've been going to the same place. But finally today, there was something that happened that connected. What about you today? 
I'm not a long-winded preacher. I'm closing. But I'm reaching to you right now in the Spirit. What is it that you came for today? What is it you want from God? Pastor Brock mentioned there's a few that need the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Bible goes on to say that he was saying the stuff of his spirit that he was going to pour out upon them. Maybe you need that, but maybe before you know we go there, maybe there's something on the inside that you're feeling that you want to feel his love and his joy one more time. Or maybe you've already had that experience, but you're wanting a refreshing or Maybe you're wanting a healing. Well, sounds like you're standing up there saying he's a cure-all for about everything. That's what I'm saying. Whatever you need from Jesus, he's here. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? He's here and he knows you. If you believe it this afternoon, would you stand? What is it you came to this service looking for today? What's your need? Close your eyes right there where you stand. Focus in your mind right now on what you would ask Him if Jesus was physically standing right here, right now. What would you ask of Him? Jesus, here's my need. what is your need right now come on that's it that's it uh huh just ask him just ask him right now raise your head look up towards heaven raise your arms say Jesus here's my need right now heal my body heal my broken home Heal my spirit. Give me peace. Give me love. Give me joy. Give me an assurance that everything's going to be all right. I need a job. I need you to satisfy something on the inside so that I can find peace. What's your need? There you go. Cry out. Ask him, Jesus, it's me. Oh, Jesus, thou son of David, here I am. That's it, that's it, that's it. Raise your arms, raise your voice right now. We're turning this entire auditorium into an altar here this afternoon. We're going to let him bathe us. We're going to let his spirit flow over us right now. That healing move of the spirit. He Jesus. That's it, church. Hallelujah. If you're here this afternoon and this is your first time, oh, there's something that's happening here in the Spirit right now. If you want someone to pray with you, there's people all around you. I want us to be sensitive to Him. But I also want each and every one of us to receive what we need. Jesus, it's me. 
Let those tears flow right now. There you go. Let those tears flow. Jesus. 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 Is there someone brave enough to step out of their seat this afternoon? Make their way forward to this altar. And say, today's my day. Today's my day. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Bring your needs, but leave them here at the altar. Leave them here with Jesus. There you go. Let's just let the Holy Ghost sweep over us right now. Let's just let the power of the Holy Ghost move on us right now. Church, let's pray, church. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus.
so powerful because it's just our soul just letting our soul cry out for him just letting our soul commune with him
for this overwhelming peace.